Penn Daily. I'm your host, Julia Van Lair. Today is October 29th, 2021. Here are your top stories for today. First years in the quad have alleged that abnormal amounts of dust in their rooms have led to unpreventable coughing spells. Facilities and real estate services administrators have said that it's possible that students are experiencing an allergic reaction from the dust, though it is not cold or sickness spurred by the dust particles. Students with dust in their rooms can fill out a maintenance request to facilities and real estate services and reach out to student health services if they feel unwell. According to a Forbes list of 400 universities, Penn ranked number two for universities with the most billionaire alumni. Penn had a total of 14 billionaires, just behind Harvard's 15. This Saturday, the Quakers are set to play a home football game against the Brown Bears. The Quakers have yet to win a game against another Ivy League school. Our top story for this week is flooding in Harnwell College House that displaced 20 residents last Wednesday. Our guest is Jared Mitovich. Hey, Jared. Hey, Julia. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, Can you start by telling me about the evacuation last Wednesday? Yeah, of course. So basically around, I think it was 3.15 a.m. last Wednesday, an alarm went off in Harnwell, and basically everybody in the building was told to evacuate. So think about like 800 sophomores, juniors, seniors in the middle of the night woken up by this alarm. And when 20 of them came back a couple hours later, they found a lot of flooding in their room. I think it was 27 students total whose residences were impacted by the flooding. And then can you tell me what prompted that flooding? Yeah, yeah. So from talking to um, Director of Residential Services, we found out that it was an activated fire sprinkler. And the fire sprinklers are usually put in rooms so that if a fire happens there, there's enough water supply to probably put it out before the fire people get there. So basically, the sprinkler was activated, causing a lot of flooding, and it just kind of leaked down from like the fifth floor all the way down below. So that's why only those rooms were impacted, because it started in the suite on the fifth floor. Gotcha. Um, and then uh, just in terms of your images, it looks like more than like just those 27 residents perhaps face damage. It looked like there was some stuff in the lobby. So did the water cascade all the way down there, too? Can you tell me more about the extent of the damage? Yeah, yeah. From what I understand, the water kind of trickled down like through the ceiling. And it kind of ended up, because the room where the flooding started was located directly above the lobby, it kind of cascaded down through the ceiling and then it reached the lobby. And then from what I understand, the pressure of the water kind of forced those ceiling tiles that you see in that image in the article to fall down and cause a lot of damage. So that's kind of what happened there. And we kind of visited Harnwell, took some photos, and you can kind of see there's like a lot of damage in the hallways too. Yeah, I want to ask you more about those photos. So... um I know that a lot of the times in the DP, the photo department will take photos for a reporter. So I thought it was interesting that you ended up taking those photos for your own story. Can you talk about why you did that and what you saw? Yeah, so it wasn't like I was like trying to get photos for the article initially, actually. It was more so I was trying to find people to interview. So I wanted to find out like who was living on those floors where the flooding started, because I knew it started on the fifth floor from um, originally hearing about it. So I went up to the fifth floor, took some photos of people's names on the doors just so I knew who to contact. But then I also noticed that there were all those uh, drying equipment on the floor. So I just took photos of those out of curiosity. And then I also noticed there was that facility services note. So just kind of things I found curious, I took photos of. And they were kind of instructive just as context, like when you're actually writing about it, like what it actually looks like. Right. Um, So when you were talking to the displaced residents, um, when I first heard about it, I heard about like people being displaced and their things being destroyed. And obviously you wrote about that in your story. Mm -hmm. Can you give me a sense of 
like what people are feeling, what where they're living, how that's been. Yeah, kind of yeah. Um, a lot of the people naturally express surprise by what happened. You don't really expect your dorm to flood in the middle of the night, but a lot of students also tell me that they were grateful that either the damage wasn't worse and that they were able to be staying in a hotel while their rooms are dried. Um, some, some residents did experience damage to their personal belongings or the university provided furniture, so they're probably going to be reaching out to, um, I think they were told to reach out to the um, insurance department just to make sure that they can get any reimbursement claims addressed. So there were definitely some varying levels of damage depending on where their rooms were, but overall people were grateful that it wasn't any worse. Right. Um, so in terms of the flooding, uh, what do we know about when they'll be able to go back into their rooms? What has to be done before they're able to? Yeah, yeah. So according to um, one of the administrators I spoke to, it should take around a week for most of the rooms to finish drying. And they told me that that's like their main criteria for admitting students back into the room. So like say they still need to replace the trimming on the walls, they'll still let the students back in as long as the room is dry and then eventually they'll get back to doing the rest of the restoration work. So their main priority is making sure the rooms are dry from what I've been told. So that'll take around a week. Gotcha. Um, so I know that you said that you're a freshman. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering why um, you decided to take on this story or why you were assigned this story specifically considering that like you don't live in Harnwell. Like what's your connection to this story? Um, I don't have too much of a connection to the story, but I did see in the pitches um, channel on Slack that someone mentioned the Harnwell flooding and I, was, I kept hearing about it from like just random people I encountered. And they were talking about like, oh, did you hear about the flooding in Harnwell last night? Did you hear about that? I'm like, hmm, I wonder like what caused that? Like how many people were affected? So it was, I guess it was just kind of like I was curious about it, and then I kind of pitched it to my editor, and we were able to work on the story over the weekend. So, yeah, that's kind of how the story originated. Gotcha. I think it's super cool that you are able to break such a, uh, an interesting story as a freshman without, you know, too many connections just right there. So, um, okay, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you saw when you walked through the building that you want to talk about or anything that you when you discussed it with the residents um, that you thought was notable? Anything that we haven't talked about? Um, not particularly. I definitely noticed walking around that there was just like a lot going on. Like I saw people coming out of the elevators, workers, and the, like the noise isn't captured in the image, but it was super loud when I was taking those photos because the drying equipment's just been going day after day. Mm -hmm. And then also some of the residents' belongings were located on the floors of the hallway that they, they probably brought out of the flooded rooms. And overall, people were just kind of surprised by what happened. And um, even though it was a a small section of the building that was affected. I think you can kind of see in the interviews that like the, the community kind of all came together from what it sounds like. Great. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. That's all for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.